1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in interview. Ah, her. I see. <laughs> I hear it. There's two hers <laughs> in that one, and there's two hers her. here. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Summer yes, Yeager. true. I'm here with full co-host Joy. Joy, I had a funny thought this morning. Mm-hmm. The other day, slash four years ago, Uh (laughs) we, how all of my thoughts start, (laughs) you and I recorded an episode with our thoughts on turning 30. Wow. Isn't that crazy? We were like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about. I remember that. What are feelings on turning 30? I have no idea what we said. I'm sure it was fantastic, though, obviously.
0: Probably somewhat similar (laughs) to what we said. So
1: how does it feel being 34? Now that you've done it for 24 hours, (laughs) how does
0: it feel? It feels great. Does it
1: sound fake a little bit?
0: It does. This was so I don't remember when this happened, but this was the first year Sometime in the last 12 months, uh-huh. I said to myself, How old am I turning this uh-huh, year? Uh-huh. Am I going to be 33 or 34? Legit. And that was the first time I have Wasn't I sure ever about your legitimately age. was like, well, How old am I? Wait a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was happening? I
1: think the weird thing happening for me is that I'm realizing that when. Like, I have clear memories of my parents in their 30s. And I was like, man, look at all these dusty old people. <laughs> and it was just my parents in their 30s. <laughs> like, not being dusty. Neither one of my parents was ever dusty, okay? Right. We're athletes. Interestingly. Top of their
0: game. <laughs> interestingly, my mom was 37 when she had me.
1: Right. So you don't have memories of your mom in, your, like, in her when 30s.
0: she was 34. Because... We didn't know each other yet. <laughs> you never knew your mom as a 34 year old. No, I did not. Interesting. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, my parents were just living life, being cool. They had friends. They had
0: good friends. Just, just they had like their friends over just like you do. Yes.
1: And I was like, look at these old people. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you again? Ah, oh, I couldn't even keep track. I remember right. what, for whatever reason, the year my dad was 36. I could not remember. I would ask him all the time. How old are you? He's like, you asked me two months ago. (laughs) I am 36. Now my
0: husband. That's two numbers. That's a lot of numbers (laughs) to keep track of. And he was. What did you say? You're 63? Yeah. In my head, he was ancient.
1: My husband is 36.
0: Man. It's weird. It's very funny to me. It's weird. How God just designed. Yeah things to be yeah
1: you know what i want to recommend too um i read this the other day a study was done and women who have babies past the age of it was 32 or 33 okay something like 32 or, if you have a baby past the age of 32 or 33 your chances of living past 93 jump something like 25 to 30 percent wow So advanced maternal age, although of course there are downsides, I think the downsides are vastly overplayed because I started, then I went down the rabbit hole of studies of like all the positive things that happen to your body with advanced, quote unquote, advanced maternal age, having a baby in your mid to late thirties, um, is actually so good for your health in a bunch of ways that nobody ever talks about because all they talk about is like the big scary stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. I think we're going to start seeing a dip in a lot of that now that Mm -hmm. women are having Mm -hmm. children later. Yeah. Which, just so you know, we're not talking about intentionally not having children until you're over (laughs) the age of 32.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying delay having babies (laughs) so you can live longer, but... But
0: I do think we will start... I think people, more people are going to start being offended by the term geriatric pregnancy, (laughs) and we're going to start seeing that go away. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Just I will because. say that I think um, I'm having a much more fun having a baby in my 30s than I did in my 20s. <laughs>
0: like, I don't know if it's just because like. Well, but a part of that is <laughs> that you had babies in your 20s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's. Yeah, I did. Extra love for Ransom and. There's just more. Like yeah, there's built more people. In fan club and But just also and- me personally, I
1: think I'm just, you know. I've just got like ten years of right. gr- of growth. Yeah. Um. It's like this
0: suddenly seems. It's just yeah more manageable. Yeah.
1: I just you know if you're afraid, just just don't just have it. Don't be afraid. Just have that baby in your thirties. Yeah. It's been a good time.
0: Well, and also if you're afraid, it sounds like maybe that fear needs to be directly confronted, which will also happen <laughs> if you have children.
1: Yeah. There's also <laughs> that. Because there's you also that
0: confront a lot of fear and worry and anxiety when you become a parent, which is great <laughs> for becoming more faithful. 10 out of 10. <laughs> recommend.
1: Recommend. That is um, not what this episode is about.
0: I have something to tell you yes, though. Please. please. Um, I was maybe like going to share it for like to share privately, but now That's that me. my husband's sitting here at the table, <laughs> I'm going to share Ooh. a conversation we had yesterday. Okay. Um, Where he like alluded to like, You know, we were talking about some things we like about each other.
1: That's a good conversation to have. He was like,
0: what do you like about me? And I was like, you're a believer.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's a big one.
0: You're a man. That's a really important (laughs) one. And then I was like, and you love me. (laughs) Those are the three most important things. And I, you know, what he meant was... (laughs) Oh, he didn't like that answer? (laughs) He was, uh. He didn't like that answer? (laughs) He, no, he has to like it because it's a good answer.
1: No, it's a fantastic answer.
0: (laughs) But also, I think he was looking for a little more like Mm. unique, specific (laughs) (laughs) to me. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, but but, I realized I was like, those are my favorite. Those are like the top three things you need in a husband. I would, I do think sense of humor is Uh, a close force.
1: Well, my grandmama said to me, Mm -hmm. Summer... You find a man that loves Jesus and has a good sense of humor
0: and you'll be set. Right.
1: That was, those were her. Loves Jesus.
0: And she said, a man, find a man. Find a man. She wasn't like, find a person. No,
1: find a man with who loves Jesus, number one, has a good sense of humor, number two. Because right. my grandma was like always like, man, happiness is a choice. Life is hard. You better be able to have a good sense of humor when well, you're and he, in trouble. Well,
0: and here's the thing is, so while she didn't mention the last thing I said, it's inherent because in order for a man to ask for your hand in marriage, he will need to love you. <laughs> so it's like, you can find a man who loves Jesus <laughs> and has a sense but of humor. But he also has to want to marry but you. But he also has to want to like you yeah, back yeah, and yeah. marry you back.
1: <laughs> that's an important, that's also a factor for sure. <laughs>
0: but uh, speaking of men. um. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. Do you um have a man in your life? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Does he love Jesus? Does he
1: have great facial hair? Does he
0: have a sense of humor? Does he have a beard? I hope you had the right answer to all those questions.
1: (laughs) There's only one right answer. You will
0: not know if you did, but I
1: think... (laughs) I think you did. Based off
0: of what I know about you guys... Yeah, you did. You you had the right answer to this. Um, So we're going to tell you about uh, a business that I think you guys should check out. We know the owners... Um, and, uh, it is called forged beard co Mm -hmm. we are working with them. We are partnering with them, um, Mm -hmm. to give you guys the goods Mm -hmm. for your husband's beards. Mm -hmm. Um, they sell beard wash. Mm -hmm. They sell beard oil. I think they have Mm -hmm. like conditioning and styling products Mm -hmm. even, which on their website, they don't say styling. They say taming,
1: Oh, which is the
0: masculine option. Uh huh way to go. Obviously. Um so yeah, so we want to recommend their products to you for your husbands. Mm-hmm. Um especially as we, you know, there's always a holiday coming up, always something around the corner. Mm-hmm. Obviously Mother's Day is coming before Father's Day, mm-hmm. but, it, but We're Father's just gonna, Day is coming. I don't know why. I just feel like we're going to fly through the rest of this <laughs> year. So my recommendation here is also that you just like plan out, mm-hmm. like, is it too early to start Christmas shopping? No. I'm not going to tell you no. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, we're excited to have them. We're going to continue to tell you guys about yep. them on the show um, and recommend them to you. And you can uh, go check out their products at forgedbeardco.com slash Um, and if you enter code sheologians in at checkout, you will receive 10% off,
1: which is a pop spelling test for all of you (laughs) 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 because sheologians, well, you have to be a fan to know how to spell it. Right. And if If you you hate us, you'll spell it with a random a, and then you'll leave a letter about how God is not a woman you've never listened to the show I anyway also don't that. <laughs> anyway um my husband actually does use the beard oil and um my husband has too it smells if good. there's something that i don't like it's a bad smelling beard oil yeah. so i actually do like this stuff or just
0: too potent some of it's too potent it's too
1: strong or it smells like my grandpa which is hard to kiss it's just to be honest Beard uh, <laughs>
0: oil should be worn like cologne, which is that if I hug Ooh. you and enter your close personal space, yeah. then I should smell it, yeah. But otherwise, I should not.
1: Yeah, my husband. Smell it. If you're looking for the beard oil that I actually enjoy, it's the Woodsman. That's the one I like. And if you want the ten percent off, you have to use the Sheologians code. So well, and it looks like they have a new. I almost said Ooh. flavor.
0: Flavor. Uh, the I Ranger. don't recommend it as a flavor. Uh, I, but yeah, they have yeah. wash too. So
1: I would not listen. If I couldn't kiss my husband after he put the beard oil in, I would not be recommending it no matter how much I love these guys. (laughs) So
0: just so you know, we are are recommending. I recommend so it passes the kiss test. It
1: passes the kiss test. If there's a man in your life that you're married to that you like that has a great beard. My husband has a fantastic beard.
0: Okay. If you're not married and you have to be listening and you're a man (laughs) and you think maybe your beard is the problem.
1: Is my beard the problem? Recommendation's if you've never, the
0: same. If you've never questioned that,
1: it's time to start. Okay. um, You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Do not forget to support the show or join book club at patreon.com slash sheologians. We are going to be reading thoughts for young men soon. So you can go sign up at patreon.com slash sheologians and join us there.
0: And uh, which one of us is going first? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited.
1: I have a um, I have a, a list of fun questions
0: for you. Actually, I have a list of questions too, and I'm going to start because okay, one of mine is just purely a moment of cheeky inspiration. Oh,
1: I love inspiration that's full of cheeks.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> this just I was like falling asleep one night, and this came to me. Oh, this is a multiple choice question. <laughs> Perfect. I'm ready. How quickly mm. should you rightly order your emotions? Mm. A, very. <laughs> B, never. <laughs> C, as soon as possible. Mm. D, when human blood has been shed. <laughs> or E. Great. Both A and C. <laughs> the last one. E is right, everyone. <laughs> e is right. <laughs>
1: Oh man, quickly! That's one of those things. Um, you know, very what?
0: and as soon as possible. People and don't.
1: I'm gonna say some. You know, just really, this is not where we wanted to take this, and <laughs> that's right where I'm going. Um, I see it, and I'm going. <laughs> um, there are going to be some people that do not like this. That strongly recoil. That will turn the episode off. Look and have a nice. We day. all like a nice blood payment. What I want to say. Is that when it comes to rightly ordering emotions, nothing will grow you faster than having kids because you have to make sure that they can rightly order their emotions. And I know some people would be like, what about people that don't ever have kids? Or what if I don't have kids? Are you saying that I'm, no, I'm saying it's going to be a lot harder for you to learn this lesson because you're not being thrown into the fire of having kids, but like having kids forces you because you, if you want to raise a child who is going to be at the mercy of the world, don't teach them how to order their emotions. But if you want to teach a child how to order their emotions, first you have to order yours. True. And having children is like the first time in your life that someone is going to enter your life that's just genuinely like more important than you. Like, and that Mm -hmm. grows you in a way that nothing else can. Yes. And, uh, and so, yeah, like, I just, I think, you know, God built it into the world that there's something about having kids and having to train them that trains you quickly and you have to do it quickly because you can't teach. You can't teach a two-year-old to be patient yeah it by being impatient with the two-year-old right that's not a thing yeah that's not gonna work right you know hey don't yell as you yell that's not gonna work and um you know most of us have kids a little you know like we already discussed your chances of having kids (laughs) are greater the younger you are so anyway just a thought yeah quickly is the answer yeah, but man, being a parent will really like supercharge that.
0: Well, because it's happening. There's no like, um, it. You're reacting no matter what. You're uh-huh. either failing or succeeding at controlling. It all emotions. happens in real
1: time, doesn't it? <laughs> And then you've got an audience and there's no like who knows if you're a hypocrite or not. Right. Yes. Oh, when you have an right. audience that knows if you're a hypocrite or not, that'll, yes. that'll change you in ways that oh, a yeah. few other things can. But yeah, you cannot train, you cannot train a child to be self-controlled without first being self-controlled and you can't train them to be patient without being patient. And that's not a thing. And they, you know, you know, you got to keep in mind that one day your kids are going to grow up and look back and know exactly
0: who you were. They're going to be like, remember back when you were an old -old?" (laughs) 30-year-old?
1: When you were all dusty? (laughs) You and your dusty friends being 34.
0: And you were a hypocrite. (laughs) Whoops. No one Um, knows you like your kids. (laughs) No one knows you
1: like your kids. Anyway, I have a fun question for you. Okay. Um, This is just something I want to know about you. Oh, gotcha. Um... Which book of the Bible do you know the best, mm. and which book of the Bible do you know the least? Oh
0: man, <laughs> least is gonna be. You're like the kings.
1: You're like where's the kings? The, where are the, they? Like are they before the Chronicles or? After I the have Chronicles? a really.
0: I need to get. I really need to get my goal. Oh, would be when we get to that age uh-huh that i would create myself a timeline and like what a map. age
1: what age
0: what well just an age where we're kind of going through like the happenings of the old testament
1: like with georgia right okay yeah yeah
0: um not that i need to wait just that yeah it's just not happening right now completely my husband helps me a lot with The kings.
1: The kings.
0: All the the people and the places. And (laughs) and Joab and Jehoiakim. There's there's a lot of them in that. Is it short? Is it a small part of the Bible? It's not. But. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. That's least. Yeah. So. um, And then I'm going to go ahead and say. For best. Mm-hmm. What book do you feel the most?
1: I'm not saying like, oh, she's ready to write a book on this book. Right, I'm saying like right. the book that you're like, I know the flow. I know it's coming. Yeah. yeah. I could explain this to somebody. I
0: know the the Peters. Yeah. Okay. I Peters. like the pe- pe- First One, two, Peter th- used to be yeah, my favorite book, oh. which I think, you know, changes over In the time. whole Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um. But yeah, I think Romans too, just because, you know, Jeff Durbin's been my pastor for a while, so. But uh, yeah, yeah, those are probably.
1: Interesting. I don't know that I would have known that about the the Peters.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I really, until I'm looking forward to having like a map and a timeline, because I feel like yeah. I will store mm. a lot of that Old Testament in general, but specifically mm. Yeah, First and Second Kings okay. and the adjacent ones to that, you know, because yeah. there's still some other books that the Kings aren't just exclusive to First and Second Kings. Indeed. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I so a part of me, I get a little overwhelmed during it's that a lot. part. Because and a lot happens. I'm just like, and then I just don't track super well. Uh-huh. When I lose track of like where and when we are, then I'm just like, oh. Yes. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you have... Well, this is not one of my questions officially, but do you have a best and a worst?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know Job very well. Oh, okay. I had a very strange fascination with the book of Job when I was like 13. I was like really into it. Okay. I don't know. That makes sense. Also, my like Lord of the Rings time.
0: Yeah. I was like Job and Lord of the Rings. It's kind of like high fantasy, but also like emo (laughs) well
1: does she know me (laughs) or does she know me okay you really pegged that one (laughs) uh so just that one a lot you know having
0: the worst time in the bible oh oh it's that'll be job (laughs) personally i believe that
1: job was a great king And that uh, the three friends that came were the kings of the neighboring kingdoms whose economies were going to collapse if he didn't get it together. Okay. I've got a whole thing. So anyway, it's a whole thing. Um, And I'm I'm right. But uh, that's (laughs) a conversation for another day. Um, What book do I know the least? I don't... well, I can tell you what book I feel the saddest that I know the least, and that would be Isaiah.
0: Okay. I, oh well, that's I a very heavy. There's a lot to know.
1: I, I my goal, so goal, right. would be knowing Isaiah better. Um. Just the flow of it, the point in time of it. Well, you know, I think our pastors it. have an eight hundred page
0: commentary they could okay, recommend. Yeah, perfect.
1: <laughs> I will read that this weekend. You just want to? I'll know, just ta- I'll just leave it. I'll take maybe it like on my night, way home.
0: Maybe like at night while you're nursing. Just read that in the low light.
1: Yes, in the pitch black is actually. Um, <laughs> I'll read that book one handed with my twenty pound baby in the other. And your
0: 20-pound, and twenty pound. And my commentary.
1: <laughs> 40 pounds in the dark, handling Starting it. curls. <laughs> anyway, That's I want to know Isaiah.
0: That's my goal. Yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So my question for mm. you is, what is the craziest email you have ever received in the illusions email that you are willing to share?
1: <laughs> That's an important clause. Yeah.
0: I... I thought I would offer you important clause. An opportunity to yeah, select
1: <laughs> very important clause at the end. <laughs> um, so I, I, I would say I, I have some categories of email. We definitely have, there's a category of the overshare, um, which is, you know, the person that writes in and is like, uh, wow, just so many details that you would just never hardly ever tell a stranger. But we're not well, strangers. They, right. Is yes. the feeling so? There's the overshare, and then there's the unhinged. Um, I do think that the lady—this was years and years ago—the the lady who emailed and said that you know when we first started, um, people thought we were doing a. There were. Did they think that though? <laughs> did they think that though? People said are you doing a podcast about hell because of the word oh, sheol. sheol
0: yeah
1: um so this lady sent in a three page paper on how like if you took the the letters of Sheologians and then you assigned them with specific num- a numerical order oh. that even if we didn't mean th- that we were pointing people towards hell that this numerical order we might want to rename the podcast because of some, I mean, vast, wildly unhinged math and Hebraic something or other. It um, sounds like, um, what was that
0: movie that Jim Carrey was in? The number 23?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Murder by Numbers. No. Yeah, number 23 might okay. have been what it was
0: called. Yeah. Not Murder by Numbers.
1: That was a What's different that? unhinged movie. I don't know. That's... You know you know that time? I've talked about that time. Nobody wants to talk about this, but from like nineteen ninety nine to two thousand two is a flavor of movie that was extremely weird and dark. And I think that Jim Carrey movie fits and then there's like Bone Bone Collector and Oh yeah. It was Where... one of those weird Yeah.
0: <sighs> it's like a sort of a mystery like solve the mystery type crime movies but it just left me feeling like a little icky
1: yes so that was how the email left me feeling it was like a 1999 horrible movie where numbers meant that we were pointing people towards hell but it was thought
0: out like she had spent time on it that was what was really right like the (sighs) equations were on the windows of her house wallpapering yeah well, I hope if you're listening, you're better now. <laughs> <laughs> Me I'm too. sorry.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. Me too. It's,
0: I mean, not been there exactly, but maybe something close. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's um, always
0: hard. It's like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean to you, but no. this is just has nothing to do with also, what is going on. And... I actually know
1: that you're unwell from yeah. this email, and yeah. I feel sad about it. But there's also like nothing I can do about it, right? So yeah, here we are. Um, all right. I have a question. I have a question here. Um, is there anything that you are working on in particular right now that's new to you? You're 34, so I feel like. It could be hard to be working on something new. Hmm. But is there something going on that's new to you?
0: Yeah. Um. Well, there's a few things. So what I'll do is I'll, I set like little goals for myself, usually just things that are easy to yeah. accomplish, but usually I, like, I won't take the time to kind of perfect those things sure if i don't set the goal for myself oh yeah so it's not that they're terrifically complicated yeah it's just that i'm looking for the best version of the thing yeah last year i set a goal for rice it took me like no time at all it went great this year i set a little goal to get like really good biscuits down my husband's sitting right here at the table Mm -hmm. and he's giving me the uh Is it working? Not the thumbs up, the, like, little, like, a okay.
1: Yeah. Hey, have you tried it with heavy cream yet?
0: The biscuits? Making biscuits
1: with heavy cream. I have. Yeah. How do you like it? It's good. Okay. We had someone email and say to do it. Try it with heavy cream.
0: Yeah, but I, I the thing is, I find, I find that I like it even with whole milk. I have used half and half, too, (gasps) just because I didn't have milk. Interesting. Um. But the real secret I'm just gonna tell you right now. Okay. I wanna know. Is that they need to be baked in a cast iron pan.
1: Uh, Okay. Well, I have with like a high heat oil. I have cast iron.
0: I've just been using avocado oil. Obviously, I put like once they come out of the oven, I put a bunch of butter on top so it like melts and coats the top of the biscuits and kind of like adheres to it. What ingredients are you using? Um Two cups of all-purpose flour. Okay. A tablespoon of uh, baking powder. Okay. A teaspoon of salt. I okay. use like pink Himalayan salt from Costco, the big That's container. That's What I have. Great. Um, a half a cup of butter. I kind of like. Okay. I like. Chop. Chop it up into little chop cubes, it chop. and then I use my little pastry cutter to kind of. But mm-hmm. it doesn't. The bigger you leave your butter the better. cubes, the, I mean, like when you slice it, like the more you're going to have to work with the pastry cutter. Okay. But if you kind of already get it into like mm-hmm. smaller cubes, mm-hmm. you can, Okay, you don't have to work that hard.
1: Yeah. What's a pastry cutter?
0: It's like the little, um, it's like a little hand tool that it has like, well, they all kind of, some of them look a little bit different. Googling it. But, um. But they have like little... They're not full blades, like sharp blades, but they have little... I see. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm, mm, So I kind of work those around until the butter is about pea-sized. Okay. And then I take a cup of milk or half and half with a little water. You know, like you want the consistency of that cup of whatever the liquid is to be kind of the same, which is why... I feel like you have to be careful with heavy cream because it's a little thicker. Yeah. And so you. Well, I think
1: someone was saying they did it in the place of butter.
0: Oh, they were like, I did not try that. Just use
1: flour and heavy cream. And they were like, surprisingly delicious. Fluffy. I did not try
0: that. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well. Okay. um, So butter, then you're using milk. And then you. So you. I mean, I think the recipe I was going off of said a third of a cup to a cup of milk but a cup really is it is what i discovered all okay. right and then you basically want to just barely mix it yeah i know that's like, important once it's come together leave it you're done okay like get all the flour to where it's not that's powdery the, that's and then the trick you're done and then they're just a drop biscuit which i was gonna get into like like a biscuit cutter and all this stuff tried that before it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But um and then yeah, just drop them right into a lightly greased with a high heat oil. 450 high high heat. 450 for like 18 minutes. Wow. And you will get it'll be like the because of the high heat oil, the bottoms will be like crusty crispy, not burned. Okay. Like but good yes like it's the best part of the biscuit okay and it really like it took almost no time for that to come together so now i need to find another goal <laughs> i need to find something else new i have been wanting to get into sourdough yeah but for some reason i you know like i'm gonna be moving soon a part of me yeah. is like
1: wait until you move
0: yeah yeah especially because i'm about to move to a really high humidity place yeah. and i'm gonna need to like relearn Learn a everything different. yeah Cause there's going to be stuff that's like, Oh, that doesn't quite, yeah. that's not quite turning out
1: how it, Hey, if you're one of the emailers who was like, I'm going to live close to joy. I hope you have starter ready for her. Oh yeah. And I pointed Thank when you. I said that.
0: Yep. She was threatening you when she said that <laughs> you give that lady um... <laughs> some
1: starter. You feed it with the good flower. Okay. Anyway. But
0: yeah, also the other thing I've just been trying to do is um, not be easily offended And also, um, if I wake up and I have a migraine, just like kind of keep pushing through my day. Now, I don't always have to do that. The worst. My husband is kind to me when I have a bad headache Mm -hmm. and lets me take care of myself and kind of do my thing. What you got to do. But I'm also, I get into like cycles where I get a lot of them. Yeah. And then. It's hard. We like our, we eat more processed food. The house gets messier and not that those things can't fall by the wayside. There's, you know, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying what I'm trying to do that is a new approach to headache Mm. is kind of just hopping up and still trying to do. Yeah. My day. Yeah. And not, um, so hard to do with a migraine and just be like, okay, well like this is what you have right now. So Mm -hmm. like in 12 hours, (sighs) your head will maybe feel better maybe tomorrow morning um and so tomorrow morning is coming no matter what lord willing yep tomorrow morning you can either wake up and go yesterday i was faithful to my family i was nice to my family (laughs) or you can be like yesterday i i did nothing and i was mean (laughs) the whole time i did it (laughs) or i not did Uh, it the whole time i didn't (laughs) yeah but, uh, you know, that's a hard one. I'm just that's basically the, I'm not saying that's like an across the board recommendation for people who have any sort of chronic pain. Yeah. But I am saying it's something you need to t- dip your toe in mm. every once in a while because it can be really easy to kind of just give up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I th- yeah, I think you should just try to not push through not give up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes that's a great thing to try. Sometimes you really are just in bed. And that's the tr- and that's, that's it. what it is, but yep. you know, yeah. Just make sure uh, it's basically my way of being honest with myself and saying, "Are you giving up every time?" <laughs> yeah, or can you keep going? Keep going. So yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. Um. Okay. Question. Next yeah. question. Mm-hmm. This is something that. Well, I guess this, there's like I'm gonna just ask you these separately. Okay. Um. But they're obviously related. Okay. Um, how do you make a friend?
1: Oh, wow! That Michael W. Smith song just came, just floated <laughs> right into my head. Everybody knows, right? For friends are friends, friends forever. I think we we're just if the Lord's the Lord, Lord of them. them, and a friend and will not them say them. never. Oh, oh! Except for, except for they will, and that's okay. How do you make a friend? So, I don't like the verb there. Okay. So, I don't think you can make... Well, I'm making friends in my kids. So, there's a way in which I'm making friends as I raise my kids. Because I hopefully am teaching them and training them how to be adults and how to be good friends and how to be people that they need to be. That's my goal. (laughs) And that's my goal. (laughs) What you do is you do what Georgia's doing and you just
0: smile really, really big. What going to do today? Georgia joined the interview. What are you going to do today? Oh. Wow. <laughs> um, so I
1: don't know. I think with adults though, so I, I think you make. you make, you raise your kids to be the kind of people that you want to be friends with. So I guess in that way, I'm making friends. But then there's another very real way in which I don't think you make friends. So, yeah, I think also friendship is a hard one because I don't think you have to have the same level of friendship with every person. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't think you should ever make someone be your friend. Agreed. Um, I think sometimes there's people that you want to be friends with, but like, it's just not. There's levels of friendship, right? Well, and sometimes it's like a
0: timing thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Some
0: There's been plenty of people who I, it's For not sure. that I've disliked them or oh, yeah. had any feelings about them in particular. Yeah. But it's just like they're, the oh, timing yeah. was off or something. Like if you've just had a baby, yeah. maybe you're not at church as much and you don't, whatever. Oh, yeah. So sometimes you really want to be friends with someone and it seems like they're not reciprocating, it, but yeah, it's not, it's,
1: a, it's not like personal. It's yeah. just your season of life. I do think women can have such a horrible approach to friendship where it's like, if I was nice to you, then you'd be nice to me and answer all my text messages right now. And I think that's, right. that's how, that's the opposite of how to make a friend. I think how you quote unquote make friends is you first be a good friend, right? You be a good friend and i think that that will naturally bring people towards you and into your life in a way that they wouldn't otherwise like you can't force friendship yeah and some people you know you love them and you think they're great and they're another they're a member of your church but you guys are just like never going to like call each other up and go get coffee like that's not and i think that's what our our culture thinks friendship is like Dropping everything and spending a certain amount of time. But yeah. it's like when you have a family and you have a job and these are your priorities and the duties that God has placed in front of you, a lot of times friendship does not look like, oh, this is the person I drop everything, all of my first duties for. Right. Like I think if, if you want to be a good friend, you have to be the woman who actually wants your friends to be faithful where God has called them and not first and foremost to you and your needs. Yeah. Um, And I think women do that a lot. Women do that a lot. We have these like weird codependent relationships that are just like super awkward. But I just think that the number one thing you have to do is to be a good friend yourself. Yeah. Like how do you outdo other people with honor? Like if you're not striving to outdo other people with honor, I don't think you are going to have the kind of friendships that you want. Like if you're the center of everything, if how other people make you feel is how you determine what a good friend is to you, then you are not going to create friendships that are even worth having. You're
0: looking for subjects, not friends.
1: (laughs) It's horrible. And it's like what I tell my kids, especially when they're little, little is if they complain like, oh, she's not doing this or she's not doing that. I'm like, "Okay, are you being a good friend right now? Yeah. Like, are you being fun? Right. Like, do they not want to be around you because you're not being any fun to be around? Yeah. Because a lot of times what like three year olds will miss is the reason that nobody's their sister is not playing with them is because they were being a huge,
0: massive jerk. Right. A control. <laughs> they're like, like I want to tell you exactly how yes. we're going to play this game.
1: Yes. And you
0: say what I tell you to say. Yes. Why aren't we having fun?
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. So the question is. I think for three year olds and thirty year olds, are you being a good friend? That's how you make
0: yeah. friendships worth having. Be friendly and yeah. friendish and friendlike.
1: Are you fun to be around? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so that was the first part of the question. Mm-hmm. What was the second part?
0: Well, you ask and then oh. we'll come we'll come back. Because it's different okay, enough it, that we it. can count as two, but
1: Okay. Um I wanna know what is your and I might expand this depending on your answer. Okay. Is there a book that you wish you could erase from your memory and experience reading it for the first time again? Oh, wow. Just like erase it and you get to experience it for the first time again. I know. I know. And what makes this question even harder for me is that I have forgotten particularly movies and then watched them again and not even come close to loving them the same. And so yeah. I'm like, Ooh, what if that book is only that good in my head? And I, if I read it again in my thirties, I would not love it, but it's, you know, there are some things that are evergreen. Like, wouldn't it be so fantastic to watch
0: et again <laughs> like, for the first time for the first time <laughs> you know or like i think you know maybe an obvious one is like the sixth sense watching that again for the first time signs well i would love to watch that again for the first time yeah i love signs
1: i would love to watch that for i love the first i know time. people have opinions about signs no. but well signs if it's a, a negative movie. opinion then you're just wrong but <laughs> that's fine just be wrong somewhere else <laughs> and not in my comment section.
0: Oh, man. Oh. I mean, some, there are things, there are books that I like, though. And I wonder if the reason I like them is because I've reread them and experienced them so many times. So mm. those are the ones I would lean towards. Okay. And like yet, what? well, I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun to. Well, so my husband is reading. He read the Hobbit and he's reading the Lord of the Rings trilogy mm. for the first time. Yeah. But I I love that series every time I read it. Yeah. Those are evergreen. That it's like yeah, I sure. don't know if I need to yeah. experience it again for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like while I th- I mean, I think I like the Lord of the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy uh, the ser- the whole series, the whole adjacent book uh, books as well oh yeah um more than but more than harry potter but i also just had i don't know a part of me is like harry potter was such a like age appropriate moment for me i also read it as an adult but (laughs) i don't know i don't know a part of me is like maybe i don't want to experience it for the first time Mm -hmm. maybe i like that i've experienced it once yeah and i don't Mm-hmm. Need to experience it again. Yeah. And then there's books I've read that I'm like, if I had never read them, I would probably just not read them. <laughs> okay. So like that I, what? Would, like, if I could erase my first experience and it, just be like, oh, it's like never... I've never read it. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I get that. So I don't know. But so, yeah, I'm failing at your question. But
1: um... I think for me, um, the red, red Wall would be one. Okay. Um, And particularly a book in the Redwall series called Salamandastron. If I could read that one again, I would read that one again uh, for the first time. And then if I think of movies, I think of like E.T., Signs. uh, And then, yeah, you know, the one for me where it's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't love it would be like Hook, which is a nostalgic film for me. Right. Um, but would I love it if I hadn't watched no, it as yeah. a kid? Probably not. Did I ex- just exclusively name Steven Spielberg movies? No, I said science. That's not Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Um But uh Tree Grows in Brooklyn would be one for me okay. for sure. Where I wish, young. I wish I right. wish I could experience that one again More as an for adult. the first time. Um, and then a lot of people don't know Betty Smith, who wrote A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, also wrote a book called Joy in the Morning. And I think that is actually better. Um, and I really enjoyed that one. But yeah. I do. I
0: guess, no, now that you put it into perspective like that, like something I read as a kid mm-hmm. that maybe I would could re experience in a different way as mm-hmm. an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, To Kill a Mockingbird came Ooh, to mind yeah that
1: one would hit that would be yeah mm-hmm.
0: a good one yeah that one would hit for sure i'm like it's been a while since i've read to kill Mock. maybe i should read it, again. Should read it again maybe yeah. in a way i kind of yeah can reeks like uh-huh. it's like if it's been a certain amount of time uh-huh you kind of are re-experiencing what about
1: an album music album oh
0: man mm-hmm.
1: that one's harder for me
0: that one's harder for me yeah that's a little hard. Um.
1: I'm discovering, uh, I saw this video last night, and it was like songs that turn 21 this year. 20, hold on. Wow. Songs that turn 21 this year, and every single one of them was my favorite song. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so uh. maybe I am dusty, because all of my favorite
0: songs... <laughs> Our 21. Our
1: 21 this year.
0: Well, it's like, they're still my favorites. They're
1: <laughs> still on my playlist.
0: I haven't added anything. I haven't, I haven't listened to anything new. 21 years old. Yeah, I don't know if I have. I mm. mean, there's... a.
1: <sighs> For me, there's a Kings of Leon album. I wish I could... Okay. I, that would be like, wow. And the Black Keys album.
0: See, I, get, I think I'm like... I think what I'm discovering about myself is that I'm not good with, like, like reality-shifting, time-traveling questions. (laughs) You're not?
1: Please. Please.
0: (laughs) Because because then I'm like, well, but then... (laughs) But, like, a part of what I like about it, so I'd be... I'm like... (laughs) What I'm trying to do is is understand how I would feel. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah hearing it for the same you're the same
1: person nope no edits you're the same person it's gonna hit you just as good there's some stuff gonna hit you just as good is the rule
0: (laughs) okay the same there's some stuff though that i'm like now that i'm old would i like it
1: that's not part of the that's not the game okay that's not the game so i would
0: still like it yes but i could just experience it again for the the first first time. time yes
1: that's the that's the game wow I know. <laughs> You're like literally nothing. I'm like.
0: Literally <laughs> none. I'm just like. You can
1: answer this question in like, three it, weeks. It already, after you've already. Thoroughly... It already
0: happened. <laughs> Why am I this way? <laughs> I'm like, but I, but I already did. Time travels hard. Time travels hard. I'm like, what are the rules? The rules are. Do I still have my husband and my daughter? That's nothing not. Nothing changes. That does, that's not a part of the game.
1: That's not. It's just you and the book. There's nothing else, and your feelings. As we know, feelings uh, give us great
0: insight. Well, this is a horrible book, but oh, well. I can't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> but here I am saying, I love this book, but I don't love it. Wow. Okay. So now I it. know why you're having so <laughs> much yeah. trouble. Yeah, it's troublesome. <laughs> She's troubled. I love. I love the book. It, yeah, there are I know parts this about of you. that book that I, I hate. Hate, yeah, that make. Well, <laughs> it's st- Stephen King. Admittedly, yeah, was doing lots of cocaine when he wrote that book, and wow. so there is like, I do love that. I love. St- is that why the book 97% is so long. Ninety-seven percent of that book, That's so long. and then there's a three percent that keeps me from ever even wanting to admit I love that <laughs> book. Um, okay, but I love well, and it's sort of a part of what I like about Stephen King. Anyway, he always has the, like large cast of characters, and he's very, which I don't know. Maybe this is, it, how do we explain this with the trouble that I was just having with the time traveling? He's very like time jumpy. Yeah, and he like especially in that book he yeah. goes from like the past Timed to the it. to the yeah. present, and then he like talks about them as kids, and then compares them to adults. Right, and, but he always like manages this very large group of people. He he like yeah. you know now there's books he has where he it's like one two three characters, but right. he does it regularly where it's like this A huge cast. cast. Yeah. Um. But just the like sort of nostalgia, the like mm. friends coming of age, mm-hmm. friends Story. stories. Yeah. Summertime. Like, you know, like It was the original my nostalgia. Favorite, my favorite stories are nostalgia. kids becoming friends during the summer while they play in the sun. <laughs> and uh it's a and good, then also it's a good trope. points for scary things. <laughs>
1: Also, there's a clown, which some people might think is actually pretty upbeat.
0: Right. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> but yeah, no, I okay. I, uh, I would say there is one part of that <laughs> book that it's like if I didn't have to experience again, but I could read that book all the time. Yeah. If I could get would. like a censored version. <laughs> yeah. Where that part was taken out. Yeah. But I yeah, I like the way that. Well, you know. It's exactly what I said. Mm -hmm. Summertime, kids making kids making friends and running around during the summer,
1: solving a mystery. Yeah,
0: there you go. Like, who doesn't want to feel that? Yeah, (laughs) I agree with that. (laughs) I agree with that. Sorry, that was my really. I struggled. I struggled to answer that, but I did. I did. I made it. (laughs) Thank you for being so patient and for being a good friend. Are you being a good friend right now? <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so my second, the second part. Yeah, what was the second my, part of that? How do you encourage a friend who is sad?
1: Oh, oh well, that depends on the friend. Um, that depends a lot on the friend and the person. Uh, and it depends on the trouble as well. I think sometimes the cure for our trouble is ice cream. And in I think in a chat, yeah, I think sometimes the cure for a trouble is a distraction. Sometimes depends situation situationally. Um, the truth is always the best tonic. Just the truth, you know. Right. If somebody is typically just in a funk, what they if you're a good friend, you might have to wound them a little bit or just remind them of the truth, which sometimes is not wounding at all. Yeah, And you just need to hear someone say, you know what, it's gonna be okay. Right. Sometimes you just need to hear that. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, um, what's a good metaphor? Kind of like when you, if you're at the hospital, and if you were in need of care and your nurse was like super nervous it would make you really nervous but i think nurses tend to be like really not nervous and i think yeah, we like cool like cool headed and i think you hopefully as the patient you can gain a lot of comfort from that just seeing someone in the situation who knows the situation and is not freaking out right is a great help and so i think sometimes your job as a friend is to be that one Who's like, Yes, I see the situation. I agree the situation is bad. Everything is gonna be okay. And right. sometimes you just need that that. Yeah. I find I need that. Um I look to my husband for that quite a lot. I just just looked is he freaking out? Oh, he's not freaking out. Okay. We're okay. Right. <laughs> um, it's going to be okay. <laughs> um, and that's how he's a good friend to me fairly often in that way of just like, no, we're not freaking out. Everything's cool. Everything's calm. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and I think a good friend knows when to do that. But I also think uh, uh, nurses don't pretend the situation isn't happening. Right. They're not going to address the wound. Go home with your compound fracture. Yeah. <laughs> no there is a compound fracture here. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what, here's what you need to do. Here's what I need to do. Like just having that kind of, um, I think, yeah, just having that. And, you know, sometimes it's not that sometimes you're not a nurse. Sometimes there's not an actual wound. Sometimes there's a self inflicted wound or, or or an imagined wound. Um, and, uh, sometimes you just need someone to distract you from something. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need, uh, sometimes you just need a nap you know it just depends it really depends on what
0: the trouble is is. Um, I asked Georgia that question Nicoletta recommended I ask her that question and Georgia said yeah I would be their mom oh that's really cute (laughs)
1: that's horribly cute I'd be their mom that's horribly cute (laughs) Well, now I know what she thinks of you. <laughs> All right. This is my last question for you.
0: Okay. I don't have any other questions. Great. I, yeah. I'm sure I could come up with something. This but. is a
1: great one. What do you want your grandkids to have to say about you?
0: Oh.
1: <gasps> I think about it because I have so many things to say about my grandma. She was so cool.
0: Yeah. Um, I... Would want my grandkids to um, have a many memories of laughing with me mm-hmm. and using our imaginations. Mm-hmm. And I also would like them, which m- this could probably be its own topic, or maybe this is just. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is just one of those we talked about this a little bit during book club this last week. I would like to I would like them to think of me, which some of you guys are gonna laugh when you but look I have time to get there <laughs> um I would like them to think of me as someone who can uh distill great amounts of wisdom into... Mm. A very simple statement.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what my grandma did when she told me to marry somebody who loves Jesus and has a good sense of humor.
0: Well, and I, a part of me thinks maybe that just happens. Mm. Obviously, if you don't have any wisdom, then it doesn't. <laughs> but yeah. over time, I think <laughs> yeah. the more time you have it's to true. learn it's about true. things and think about things. and Yeah. And even talk them through the yeah. more time you have to really ex- expound upon mm-hmm. topics, the more you learn how mm-hmm. to say them with less mm-hmm. words and mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one. It's And I do think that is a skill you get as you get older. And I think that's something I want to work towards is just uh, say less words but more inside of them right is a great Mm -hmm. and with that
0: comes it's like it's like it's like wisdom emphasis yeah it's like there's a clarity yeah there's Mm uh like you said just more content packed into a small like an efficiency mm-hmm. so it's easier to remember it's easier to remind yourself mm-hmm. of and repeat and mm-hmm. and the simplicity and the clarity refers to your ability mm-hmm. you conveying information that's able to be understood easily mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah so i hope that uh they would have memories of i also try to like I try to journal in a way that is meant for Mm. maybe like future. Mm -hmm. Like even if Georgia, they're my thoughts and it helps. Mm -hmm. It's good to write things down and I enjoy it, Mm -hmm. but I sort of write it in a way that is geared towards someone, not that I benefiting someone else. I don't need it to be like published into a book or anything. (laughs) Right. But I would love if my like, words kind of
1: impacted yeah
0: stuck around and
1: yeah blessed yeah that's a great goal yeah
0: what about you this is one Mm. of those interviews where I'm like I just want to know what Mm. your answer to your questions are too
1: so there's definitely things I want to pass down I think uh, I want to I hope that my grandkids will think of me as someone that they wanted to spend time around so, you know, there's a good friend theme here mm-hmm. happening. Um, I definitely want my kids, I want to be a good mother-in-law. I want to be a good grandma and that I support them in their in the raising of their kids. It's so important to me that I keep my mouth shut when I need to and that uh, I really let my kids... Uh, you know, raise their families with their spouses and and not interfere with that. I think that there's a real, I think that our culture believes that grandmas are meant to spoil their grandchildren. And I, I think we ought to remember that when you spoil something, you actually ruin it. And uh, I don't want <laughs> to do that. Um, spoiled fruit is rotten fruit. And I don't want to participate in that. Um, Not that I don't want to gift my grandkids with good things, but I want to actually gift them with good things. Yeah.
0: I don't even think like spoiling someone necessarily has to do with the amount they're being given. Like you can bless without... God just unendingly blesses us. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't spoil... Like good things from God don't... Don't spoil you.
1: I think that it's just oh, you know, we're going to do the things that your parents don't want me to do or their parents don't let you do, I think is yeah. a horrible. I think it teaches kids a really nasty thing. Like I don't ever want to go behind my kids' backs or usurp their authority or trample on their authority or make them seem like they're too strict or mean or like I want to support my kids and I want to, yeah. you know, if my kids don't want me giving their kids things, I'm not going to do that. A, and I'm going to respect them and, and hopefully, um, you know, I just want when I, you know, and if my kids decide to raise their kids differently, like they make different choices than I did. I don't ever want them to feel like that's, you have to do it how I did it. And I'm not going to take offense at that. And yeah. I, I don't know. I just think a lot about stuff like that. And I, because, um, you know, and my parents are a great example of, of doing that. Um, if they don't like something I'm doing, I certainly haven't heard about it. And they just support, you know, uh, what we're doing and my, you know, my kids love them and want to spend time with them. And I just want, I want that kind of relationship. I hope that they have memories of me, um, serving the church. So I don't want to be the old lady who's like I did my time and I, don't, I clocked out yeah years I don't, ago. definitely don't want to do that I want them to have memories of me working and serving the church I have memories of my grandma teaching Sunday school and playing the piano and mm-hmm. you know she was busy right up until the day she died you know trying to serve the church and um, I want to I, I want I hope that I get to see that day and that I will rise to the occasion I don't want to be one of the older ladies in the pews who has nothing to give to the people that are younger and just kind of has a negative view towards everybody I don't want that that would just be a horrible way to go out and a horrible way to be remembered
0: yeah yeah I hope to have a large funeral (laughs) with a lot of people and lots of good hymns and yeah And one that won't happen for a while. That's fair. (laughs) Take that one down the road. Um, But yeah, I hope to have like, I don't know, a funeral where people like smile and cry. Yeah. I would never want to tell someone not to cry at my funeral. That seems selfish. (laughs) It does seem
1: really selfish. (laughs) But you know what? My grandma did say she was like, "Um, please don't ever you know, don't bother coming to my grave and leaving me flowers. She was like, if you want to buy flowers, keep them. I can't see them. Right. She was like, you know, I can't see the flowers. I'm not there in yeah. the grave. Yeah. I'm not there in the grave. My yeah. body's in the grave, but I'm not there. And, uh, don't, don't come around and think that you have to come like cry on my headstone. Yeah. Cause I don't want that. Just, she just really wanted me to know, like, I don't want you to do that. Yeah. And I'll see you again and enjoy the flowers because i i'm having a better day than you was <laughs> how she put it and um i really appreciate it i really appreciated that you know right and um i hope i'll be the i'll definitely be saying that kind of stuff <laughs> to
0: my <laughs> kids and grandkids so keep your flowers
1: keep your flowers i can't see them and i'm having a better day that's than just you. like what your
0: headstone yeah. is engraved with it's like hey no flowers I see you
1: i see you wait no I can't see you so take him back, so take him back. <laughs> <laughs> whoops well that's it that's for this we week you guys you can leave us a voicemail tell us the funny things your grandma said 470 oh that's great 465 0475 you can join book club at patreon.com slash and we will see you next week see ya